0: Hello, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to be recording this episode to you in real time, in real life, which pretty much means I have been on a walk all by myself this morning, and now there's a chance that children might come down and come in, but that's okay. We're going to record this podcast, and it is going to be fantastic. I'm super excited for the content that I get to share with you today. So here's the deal. You've been listening to these daily episodes where I've been introducing you to the amazing speakers that are going to be speaking at the Art of 90 Days in the second half of May. I cannot wait to share their full talks with you, but it's been so fun to let them give you a tip a day to really help right now in this current situation that we're in, because they all have so much wisdom. So in May, we're going to be talking Talking about creating 90 day plans, and they are each going to walk through a 90 day plan for their area of expertise. It's super exciting. I've been wanting to put this together for a long time. It was planned way before coronavirus time. And so I just, I can't wait to unveil it to you. So I'm not going to talk too much about that now because that's what these daily episodes are about. We'll be back to those tomorrow. You can go grab your free ticket at plansimple.com slash 90 days. And You will get all the info in your inbox between now and when it goes live, including some meal plans, which will help you set up for the day. That's my exciting addition to the the event this week that I'm going to tell you about. It's been part of it for a while, but I love sharing one piece of what makes this unique a day. All right. So that is that. And that is going to be really centering, I believe, for all attendees. So I'm really excited about that. So today I wanted to focus on two ways that I feel like today are causing us to center on our, for ourselves today. So the, this is about two reasons and two things, two different areas we can dive into today to really feel more centered in how we're showing up. And um, it's actually because of two events that are today. So today is Earth Day. And today is also the new moon, so let's start with Earth Day quickly. That wasn't even my intention for recording. I was going to record all about the moon today, but as I was doing an early morning walk before recording this for you, I realized that the idea that it's Earth Day has actually become has become really important to me. Um, and if you've if you know me, if you've heard me talk a lot, you might think like really this is Mia's talking about moons and earth day today she's like my practical go-to girl which is why I really want to share these two topics with you so first earth day i did not grow up in a household where being stewards of the earth was a primary value so it just wasn't. It wasn't part of my upbringing. I grew up in the South. I grew up in New Orleans. I think recycling came there very late. It wasn't the thing that people talked about. Um, I grew up, you know, in in a in an era where, you know, the idea that you could get cheaper clothes. Came out, and so you the the idea of really seasonal clothes like The Gap and Express. I'm going to date myself because now it's like H and M and all these places. Target um, that didn't necessarily exist, but th- this idea that clothing wasn't all you know dresses and expensive. That that was part of my childhood. Um, the idea of TV dinners was part of my childhood, and. None of these things were necessarily very great for our planet, and but it's how I grew up. So when I got married to my husband, who grew up with slightly different values, one of the things we would always argue about was the trash, which sounds kind of absurd, but I just didn't understand Why me throwing out a can in the trash by mistake, like I knew I was supposed to recycle it, but I would make mistakes all the time because it wasn't what I knew. And or throwing, you know, when we compost, when when we're throwing the banana peels or the melon rinds in the trash, like all these little things would start these like little like nitpicky arguments that I couldn't even figure out why we were talking about. And then I started to really understand as I got to know my husband better and started to see what a value it was of his, that he was this amazing steward for our planet. So he does things like ride his bike or walk or take the bus to work. He rarely drives or he has had the same backpack for a long time. And when the leather on it ripped, he called the company and had them fix it instead of buying a new one. And he's really good at recycling and composting and things like that. And it's not because he cares about all these little details so much that he wants his days to be filled up with sending a backpack back and doing all these extra things in the garden and the extra Really, hour and a half to two hours sometimes it takes him to get to work. We purposefully live within miles of his work so he can get there, but he could get there in probably seven minutes in a car, yet he chooses not to. And it really baffled me for a while until I realized that it was coming from such a deep why. And one of the reasons it baffled me is because in being married and trying to be in a partnership, I would end up with a lot of things on my to-do list that backed you know his desire to be this good steward of the earth. And for me those things were like endless on my to-do list, and I didn't ever feel like I had the time to do them. Until I really got to the point where I was like, "Okay, I can do this because this is one of my core beliefs. So one of my calls to you today and I'm going you're, you're going to have two separate ones, one for Earth day and one for the new moon. But my call for you in the name of Earth day is to get really clear on your values and you could do this one of three ways. If you have never done the work to get clear on your values, Take some time, take some time alone, take some time with your family because you're home with your family and write out, you know, what are five to 10 values that you all really stick to? What do those look like? And those will come really handy in this time home because there's so much going on. And this way, you'll have a why behind everything you do. And it might even help you come up with ideas for how to get through your days now that we are home for, seems like we're going to be home for quite a bit. So you could start the work if you've never done it. If you've done the values work, then what you could do is look at what your values are and then decide how they really could play out now. Like what's relevant about them right now, now that you're stuck at home, now that it's Earth Day, now that your work might look differently, now that you're home with your kids, like how how are they different right now? And if that all feels like too much, the third thing you can do is just, you know, think of a value that you have. Maybe it's love, maybe it's connection, maybe it's minimalism, Maybe it's, um, what's another good example of a, um, faith and how does one of those values that you have, how does it relate to how you interact with the earth? And that would be a really good one for today. And that's just like, all you need to do is think on it for five minutes. What's one thing you can do today? how does how does this value connect you to the earth because what i find is a lot of times we do um a lot of values work in my programs in flow through 65 and one of the things i find when we're going through and doing that work is that We end up having to go back. So we always do a first pass at just what our core values are as people. And usually we associate our core values with one or two actions that are important in our lives. And what we end up doing in... In Flow 365 is something very similar to what I'm asking you to do today in terms of Earth Day, but we go through with different lenses. Like, so then what does that value mean in terms of what you're going to eat every day? Right? And so values can have all these different layers to them. So today let's look at how how we interact with the earth and how our values might play into that. All right. That is my I don't want to say assignment, but that's an idea for what you could do today if you're wanting to find a cool way to honor Earth Day when there's no festivals and no gatherings, and maybe you can't even get outside in the way that you usually like to, okay? So now let's move on to really discovering your rhythm by observing the moon. So what I want you to realize about both of these things is that they're both asking you to get clear about who you are and what you believe. And one of the reasons that I think this is so powerful, both of these different ways into the same idea, is that when we know who we are, when we know how we work, when we're not just relying on the outside world for that, it becomes much easier to plan And it actually becomes also much easier to do the things on your plan. So for example, with the earth example, when all those things would end up on my to-do list that had to do with being a good steward of the earth, like figuring out how to buy the recycling, the composting bin, and how to figure out how to get groceries in a better way, and all these things that were just at one point felt like to-dos, the second I could move into and put that why on top of them, they they are activated in a whole different way and they don't feel like an endless to-do list. They feel more like purpose. And so both of the tools that I'm going to give you today are really about your purpose. And I think it's such a good time to do this work right now, because even though, even though there's a lot going on for a lot of us, we're working from home, we're all in the house together, we're figuring out how to work from home with our spouse and our kids, and we're figuring out how to homeschool, and we're probably doing more wash and cooking more, or it's feeling like that than usual, and the house might feel like it's a mess, and there's more to do around the house, and then there's just the whole emotional component that is of right now, and so it is full. It is definitely a full time for many of us, yet there's also this layer of quiet and this invitation of there's not all this outside noise unless you of course have the news on all day which i highly recommend turning off turning off if you do but there's this level of there's not as much outside noise if you're you know just really tuned into your home and to your work and so this is an opportunity to really get clear on how you work and how you think So the first way in honor of Earth Day is to really get clear on your values and how those map to how you interact with the Earth. That could be, you know, gardening, it could be going on walks, it could be all sorts of things that fit into our constraints of today. And so now let's look at the moon. A few years back, as I was looking into the best way to organize the flow planner, I researched many systems. And one of the systems that I researched at quite some length was planning time as it relates to moon cycles. So, my mission, my mission in Plan Simple is to help women move away from the outside noise and tune into their own bodies, minds, and souls so that they can guide themselves toward their best lives. That is the whole reason why I create planning sheets, why I have the flow planner, and why I do all the programs that I create. And what I had discovered personally years ago in my own goal setting journey was that the conditioning around the calendar and what others thought I should be doing at any point in my life were not serving me hit my own goals. And in particular, that came up with my big wellness goal. And so it was not until I really could let go of all that noise. And for me, the noise was magazines and how people looked in magazines and what I was, the stories that I was creating from what I was seeing in the magazines and commercials and even comments from family members felt like noise. And it wasn't until I could let go of that, that I could find the solution that really led me to shed 85 pounds. And every time that I make a big change, whether it's starting this business and deciding to leave the last one, which was a design company, or take, writing a book or and t- then taking my kids out of school for a year to go on a book tour, like all these things, all these big changes, I really had to let go of all the noise because... Conventional noise tells me, like, who are you to take your kids out of school for a year? What do you mean you're not going to keep them in school? You know, what do you mean you're not going to go back into corporate? Like, all this noise, all these shoulds, um, it really helps to detach from them. So, in my research, as I was creating this planning system, the flow planning system, I researched lots of systems that would serve women better than what I had always gotten, which was the 12-month planners that I would look forward to every December getting my January 12-month planner And then I would abandon it by February, and I would have all these empty pages and all these abandoned goals. And then I would wait until the school year planners came out over the course of the summer. And at first, when I first started this process, like I don't even know that there were school year planners. And then I remember when I figured out that there were, and they would come out closer to September. And then at some point, they started coming out in like June or July, and I was so excited because they would have that extra month. But I was basically this... System that was really like an outside system put on me was not working for me. So, this is why the flow planner takes on a 90 day season at a time. It's why it's undated and you can start any day. Um, And I ask meaningful questions throughout the flow planner because those are the questions that I had to ask myself. Um, to really understand the why, why I wanted a goal, and really decide what part to tackle each week and what I needed to recommit to each day. But this is not about the flow planner. And the thing that I found, even though it's not in the first flow planner, you know, that you could open it and flip through and see the moon, um, it actually might have a bigger part in the second release of the flow planner. There might be some moon stickers. Um, but the moon cycle fits right into the flow planning process. So, And starting to understand the moon cycles really has helped me to track my natural tendencies and rhythms. And this means that I can make plans that really reflect my natural flow. And this has helped me immensely in both my productivity and finding joy and finding happiness And one of the things, one of the practices that I always do is when I'm starting a new 90-day cycle, I always start it on the new moon. And I'm not sure that right now as I'm recording this, it's the right time to start a 90-day cycle. You could look at this next moon cycle, but that's not actually what today is about. Today is actually about how we can learn about ourselves starting today from the moon cycles. And then maybe down the line, we'll start planning these longer 90-day chunks as we come out of this current way of life that we are in. So your job right now is to play detective. And the thing that I found is that we are different each day of the month. This is the thing that I've learned when I was really doing all my moon research. And this was such a revelation for me because This meant that I wasn't crazy on days that I thought were crazy. Um, It meant that I could actually, you know, those days when you just feel like you want to yell at everybody, or you just want to sleep all day, or maybe there's even like days that you feel are so good, but you're not quite sure why. Well, the thing that I found and the really good news was that these cycles seem to repeat and they're not as random as I had once imagined. And... The coolest part about all this moon stuff, especially as it relates to women and planning, is that I found that this consistent pattern that there was tired days, there was energetic days, there was focused days, there was days I felt super loving, there was days where I really needed alone time. There were days when I was feeling super hungry, and there was other days when I was like, it was much easier for me to stick to my plan, and the cool thing is, is that there was way more logic to them than I ever thought there was. So I feel like that there is so much to learn about the moon. And in the show notes for this episode, we linked to three podcasts that we've done about the moon. Um, I share my favorite book about the moon, which is by Ezie Spencer called Lunar Abundance. And she was one of the guests on the podcast. So there's lots of material that we can dive into. But the most important part for me was really to find my own relationship with the moon. Because I started feeling bad the second I realized that like my menstrual cycle wasn't quite like how they said in the book as it related to the moon. And and I didn't quite feel the way they said on those days. But I did find that when I Figured out my, when I was my own detective that my own cycle was really regular, like really how I act and what the moon looks like was actually quite predictable month to month. So I made you something, I made you a moon journal that can be your companion to start doing this research for yourself. So make sure to go grab that in the show notes. I'm also posting it today on Instagram and Facebook, so you should be able to see it in all the places. Um... There should be a link to it from the home page of plansimple.com, but you can go to the show notes and you can find it. and I really encourage you to download it because that will sort of talk you through this whole process. Um, but I'm also going to just talk through what's in it so that you could do this even in a journal. So I was super surprised. Like I'm a big skeptic in all this. Remember, I'm like the logical mind. I'm I'm creative. Like I'm a creative logical mind. I'm, my background is in graphic design. I like systems. I like um, things that come from like MoMA, the Modern Museum of Art, rather than you know, like the design that's coming out of like more woo cultures. Like that. Like I react much better to mainstream than to. Um, what I used to call woo, but which now I feel like is really important. So here I am today talking about Earth Day and the moon. So I really want you to believe me on this if this sounds totally out there for you. If it doesn't sound out there for you and you're like, Mia, I've been like dealing with the moon for years, I still actually think that this tool will be super helpful for you. Um, because I haven't ever found anything that really allows me to track um, in this way, just in a really simple way that I could do it every day and really get clear about what that rhythm is for me. So sometimes what I found is that, okay, I'm going to take a step back. So what I've noticed each month is that there are different kinds of days. So every month there's a day that I need to stop and take a nap a day or two or whatever, whatever I find in my research. And what, how I use that is I never plan a ton of writing on those days because my mind is not as clear on the days that I'm really craving naps. My energy is much better for thinking and dreaming and creating like in my brain And what I've also found is those days usually happen leading up to the new moon. Other days, I feel like I'm on fire and I have so much creativity and I can focus for hours. And the interesting thing I found is that this is usually... During the waxing gibbous, which I didn't know like a few months ago that that's when that was, but I just was tracking because I, I have this sheet. And then, and that's right before the full moon. And for me, this is a great time for me to create and design anything. In fact, I made this journal right then last month. So, and then after the full moon is a great time for me to offer something to my audience. So I am not. Naturally, a seller. I don't love selling. But on these days, my enthusiasm is so high that it feels so much easier to share things with you all that then I might ask for money in return. So seeing these patterns repeat on paper really has given me the power over my days because, you know, there's definitely days when I can't take off a tired day, right? Like I can't just stop working. I have things I have to create. If I'm going to have a lot of, I might have a few tired days between now and the art of 90 days, this amazing experience I want to give you. That doesn't mean I can take the day off necessarily, but it does mean that I could make sure I'm eating super clean on those days in a way that really serves my body when I know I'm feeling tired. It might mean I say no to a kid who needs my you know, who feels like they need something or when we're not in quarantine, maybe they need a play date um, or they're wanting to go over to a friend's house or they, you know, want to do this extra errand. And I might have to say no on that day because I'm really trying to conserve my energy. I know that on those days, staying up late with my husband and watching Netflix is not a good idea. So I basically am just working more boundaries into my plan based on all this knowledge I have and how powerful is that? And then on other days... I might do more work. And one of the interesting things about this is that we. one of the systems that I was really fighting when I started doing this flow planning process and really researching was weekdays versus weekends. Because at the time when I made my biggest changes, I was actually really utilizing one weekend day to... You know, when I was losing the weight, it was about meal prep and meal planning. When I was growing my business, it was about getting work done without interruption because I had decided that I was going to be home with the kids and be a mom and turn off at three. And in order to get it all done, sometimes I needed more time. And so, this idea that like we work in the week and we take off the weekends really, I I would find I was fighting. And then I realized that sometimes this super productive day, this high energy day would happen on a Saturday. And why wouldn't I take advantage of that to get, you know, what seemed like four days of writing done in just one day? Does that make sense? So even though we go through the same moon stages, my rhythm will be different than yours. And that's why I really want you to do this work for yourself. It really starts, the magic really starts by you playing detective. You need to understand your relationship with the moon. So again, my invitation for today is for you to keep this moon journal. And you can start by spending three moon cycles to get to know your true self, to take notes about what you feel, notice, and crave. And then you can start understanding and seeing the similarities from month to month. You know, some things might be consistent and other things might, but you'll start to see those when this is all in one place. So while I like to do my 90 day planning at the new moon, you can start getting to know how you work with the moon at any time. And so when you start the in the in the printout that I, I gave you, you'll see you can just, if you're not starting, if you're not hearing this right at the new moon, don't worry, just start by where you are. We have a link in the show notes, but you can also just Google it. Just Google like, you know, May, June, July, whatever, um, moon, um, dates, you know, for the year that you're in. And there's a place on my planning sheets that you can just put in where you like what the date is for the different moon cycles. I've drawn little pictures of moon so you can see those and you just put in the dates and then you just start taking notes. And I just want, I'm going to give you a few things that I think are really useful to pay attention to in case you don't go download and you're just wanting to do this in your own journal. So, think about things like your energy, your sleep patterns, if you're feeling motivated or lazy. Think about your eating habits, like your cravings. So often we feel out of control when we're craving something, but it just has to do, usually that has to do more with our hormonal cycle, but our hormonal cycle in some way maps to the moon. Each day serves, it just, it leaves so many clues and you can start to understand what you really want and how you can really show up and start looking at, you know, what did you wish would happen? Like when there's frustrations in a day, what clues are those leaving? How are you with people? People give me big clues because as an introvert, there are days like I know you guys don't think of me as an introvert, but I'm an introvert. And there's certain days when I just need to like, I should not talk to a big group of people, or I should know that if I am talking to a big group of people, I really need to protect my time afterwards. And all of that was learned by playing detective. And how did you feel when you first woke up? That's a big clue. And as you start to learn, you can map your life to the predictable patterns that have felt very irregular think regu- very irregular as you've been thinking about just your day to day. Does that make sense? So what we were taught is each day is a new day, which is true. <laughs> but each day comes with this pattern that isn't reset on a day-to-day basis for us. It's really, I believe, reset on a 29-day cycle for us. And we can understand that cycle better when we do this work. And on days when you have low energy, you can even think about, like, I gave you some examples from my life, but maybe on days of low energy, if you're Um, a runner, maybe you go to yoga instead. And then on days of high energy, you do your run or you try a new CrossFit gym that you've been wondering about. You can map your business launches, your meetings, your creativity, how you clean your house um, to the very predictable urges that surface month after month after month. All right. So go download your moon journal and start playing detective for yourself, I promise you that this is such meaningful work to do. And I'm so excited for you to dive into it. Now, I'm not going to leave you with three doable changes today, because I would love you to use this day, this day that is Earth Day, this day that is the new moon, to just give yourself permission to understand yourself without all the outside noise better. To understand your family better. To understand the natural systems that you can tap into better. All right? So you can do that by doing some values work. You can do that by downloading the moon journal and just filling out the first day. None of these things in themselves will take you longer than five minutes. And just give yourself that starting point, give yourself that next step in just doing this work to let go of all the noisy and zero in on what you really want, because that's going to be the important step as we keep showing up to make plans. And in May, when we're in the art of 90 days, it's going to be the perfect time to really look out 90 days. Um, We'll look out over our summer, and then you'll have this way of being, this way of planning. And as we head into September, you'll have this way to make those 90 days feel more active. Now, I don't know when things are going to go back to normal. But we're going to give you a lot to plan for, even though they're not. And then we're going to give you a lot to plan for when they go back to normal. But you're going to have this system that you can tap into. And then if you start to do this work about really getting to know yourself, then you're going to be able to amplify that system because it's going to be based on you and your needs and how you interact with this world that we're on versus what the world wants of you. And I'm so excited, so excited to see how that un- unrolls. All right, I will see you tomorrow for one of our mini episodes again. And then each week I'm gonna be doing one long form episode. I'll be interrupting my introductions, um, but I will see you tomorrow and go grab that ticket. Okay, go grab that ticket for the art of 90 days at plansimple.com 90 days. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast. Bye for now.